0: that's myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound, don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is living your truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How's everyone doing today? We are talking about residual trauma today. Yeah, this is going to be one of those conversations. But first, let me say what's up to everybody up top, what's up to everybody in the middle, and what's up to everyone down here around me. Now, I've been very transparent about my trauma struggles that relate to my childhood. And then, of course, me being a young adult and an adult. And so what I want to be mindful of is the information that we're going to be sharing today can and will be sensitive to some of y'all. So I want to let y'all know just to prepare yourself. Okay, so people living with residual trauma are continually getting ready for the next attack or life-altering event. Some of you have probably experienced this and some of y'all have probably heard about this. When someone is preoccupied with a real or imagined threat the resulting fear, rage, or disappointment will be reflected in the body, okay? Science shows that trauma survivors suffer from more illnesses. We have to take care of ourselves, y'all. Me being someone who has suffered through trauma and survived it, I have struggles every single day, sometimes multiple times throughout the day. And even though I work out, I meditate, I connect with nature, I write in a journal, I still find myself no match for trauma, especially residual trauma. Trauma lives in the body, okay? That's where it resides. It stays there for quite some time. It is up to us to be able to recognize Feel and identify when trauma episodes are happening to us. I haven't always been great at this. I have failed miserably. However, I show up to myself. It is my responsibility to do all and every single thing I can to feel better and do better. I have a wife who loves me dearly and I love her dearly. She did not sign up for me to act out my trauma on her. It is my job to go get help. I should find a reason to do it. Whether that's my kids, our marriage, my life, I should show up to myself and go handle business now I get that it could be tough I get that people can feel hopeless too but if you know something is going on with you upstairs go do something about it it is no one else's job but your job okay and I mean that with love because it is that serious. There is no need to drag people down with you, especially when you're aware of what you are doing. Three types of trauma. Acute trauma results from a single incident. And then there's chronic trauma, which is repeated and prolonged, such as domestic violence or abuse. And then one of the most severe of them all, complex trauma, It's exposure to varied and multiple traumatic events, often of an invasive and interpersonal nature. We're going to expand on that a little bit later in the show. It's important that we speak about this sort of thing. This is why I'm a huge advocate for therapy. EMDR therapy, to be more specific. We're not playing around. Not at all. I don't take trauma light at all because I live through it every single day and its impacts not only on my mentality or my emotional state of mind, but also on my body physically. So we're going to unpack this today on this show. I am Tavares. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Sit tight. We're paying some bills and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am Tavares. Today we're talking about residual trauma. There are different types of responses to trauma as well. And I have been a part of every single one of them. Fight. You've probably heard of this before, right? Flight, okay? Freeze, and fawn. The four types of trauma responses. Healthy stress responses aren't inherently negative. They can help you stand up for yourself in the short term. However, while trauma is a major cause of internal upheaval, it may be taken to an unhealthy and wearing extent. Some of us who suffer with trauma, we are energy takers at some point in time. Again, it is my responsibility. I can't be going around sucking up people's energy because of my trauma. And again, especially if I'm aware of it, like, what's that about? You know something's wrong with you, but you're not doing nothing about it. Instead, you'd rather what? Leave people hurt in your wake? No, 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 no. We show up. Because we love ourselves Don't you want to get better? I know I wanted to get better And trust, it has not been easy I go to therapy twice a week I've shared this with y'all repeatedly I have put myself out there on full display Because I understand that people have a very tough time Actually going to get help Some of them feel hopeless Some of them don't believe therapy works And that's okay But it doesn't mean that you should just stop. Show up to yourself. You're worth more than that. Don't make it someone else's problem. Don't make it someone else's issue. Don't make people live your trauma because you don't know what to do about it. I know about feeling trapped when it comes to trauma. When those traumatic events aren't fully processed, they can harm both our physical and emotional health. And that is real. You may deal with symptoms such as pain or digestive stress, distress, or feel a steady stream of anxiety. This is because trauma is stored in the body, in your nervous system, as an overactive stress response. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. What you say? I heard it through the grapevine. Remember, practice positive self talk. Treat yourself, don't cheat yourself. Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. Don't forget to pick up my new book Kissed by the Wind A Book of Poems and Passions Volume 3 Out now on Amazon Books Go ahead and search Tavares Allen Garrett And get yourself a copy Thank you for your support Welcome back to the show This is Living Your Truth with Tavares We had to take a brief, brief break right there But we are back And we're talking about residual trauma Okay, And the different types of trauma. We're getting a lot of help on today's show, so I will shout out everybody at the end of the show who has been so kind in helping us out today. The types of trauma. Bullying, okay? Look, I've been there too. We all learn it from somewhere, right? I understand a lot of, well, a little bit about my earlier years as a young man, as a baby, as an infant, because I've been told about things that took place. And bullying, well, I know where I picked that up from at one point in time. Bullying is deliberate and unsolicited action that occurs with the intent of inflicting social, emotional, physical, and or psychological harm to someone who often is perceived as being less powerful. Now, many of us have been on either side of this. It is not okay? Okay? It is one of the traumas. Another one, community violence. Community violence is exposure to intentional acts of interpersonal violence committed in public areas by individuals who are not intimately related to the victim. We've seen too much of this already in our country just this year. More specific, the Bay Area. And not just the Bay Area, Chicago. Okay, New York. I mean, it's all over the place. And then there's complex trauma, as I spoke of earlier, one of the more severe traumas. Complex trauma describes both children's, excuse me, both children's exposure to multiple traumatic events, often of an invasive interpersonal nature and the wide-ranging long-term effects of this exposure. It can be extremely excruciating. There's also disaster, natural disaster trauma, which includes hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes, wildfires, tsunamis, floods, as well as extreme weather events such as blizzards, droughts, extreme heat, and windstorms. Yeah, no one ever talks about this stuff, but it definitely leaves a lasting effect. Early childhood trauma. Early childhood trauma generally refers to the traumatic experiences that occur to to a child or children Aged zero to six, I'm definitely in that class right there. And again, I'm transparent about it because this is a part of my process. It's a part of the way that I manage my trauma still. And trust me, it's like I have no choice in how I react sometimes. And so I work very, very, very hard to stay very present and very intentional about my personal growth the other is intimate partner violence intimate partner violence also referred to as domestic violence occurs when an individual purposely causes harm or threatens the risk of harm to any past or current partner or spouse Mm-hmm. we know a whole lot of that's going on stop it Medical trauma. Pediatric medical traumatic stress refers to a set of psychological and physiological responses of children and their families to a single or multiple medical events. For me, the dentist. I don't like going, but I go because y'all know the teeth, gums, very important to our everyday health. Floss. Keep them clean. Brush twice a day. Physical abuse. Physical abuse occurs when a parent or caregiver commits an act that results in physical injury to a child or adolescent. That's also a no-no. See, it's not just the act that's impactful. It's what happens after that, the residual trauma. The refugee trauma is another trauma. Many refugees, especially children, have experienced trauma related to war, persecution, that may affect their mental and physical health long after the event's have occurred sexual abuse is an interaction between a child and an adult or another child in which the child is used for sexual stimulation of the perpetrator or an observer sex trafficking involves the giving or receiving of anything of value money shelter food clothing drugs etc to any persons in exchange for a sex act within with someone under the age of 18 there's also terrorism and violence trauma and traumatic grief trauma While many children adjust well after death, other children have ongoing difficulties that interfere with everyday life and make it difficult to recall positive memories of their loved ones. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. I believe when it comes to being the best at anything, whether it's the best ball player, basketball, football, or the best golfer, I believe it starts with just wanting to be the best self, the best you. When you're the best you, anything you do will have the best of you infused into it. Therefore, if it's football, making you the best football player. If it's baseball, making you the best baseball player. If it's hockey, making you the best hockey player. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with aspiring to be the best of anything, but we should absolutely be mindful and be sure that when we make those wishes and we create those dreams, That being the best self should be at the center of it. That's because when it comes down to it, you're not always going to be a basketball player. You're not always going to be a football player. You're not always going to be a hockey. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not always going to be these things. But what you will always be is You. Now, those versions will evolve as they should. And so, therefore, being your best self while being you and you going through life and life's evolutions. One thing we could all rest assured is that if we bring our best self because we're being our best selves, then we are going to go through life as our best self. That's why I always aspire to be the best versions of myself every day. Not every day is the same. I feel like I fall short sometimes, but that's where I hold myself. That's how I am accountable to me. It may be different for you and that's okay, as it should be. But I'm here to inspire and to motivate and to create spaces and safe places for people to be their absolute best and to invite them to always invite themselves to be their absolute best. There is absolutely nothing wrong with aspiring to be the best versions of yourself. The rest will follow. And so I hope you've enjoyed this moment, this message. From me to you, until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Today we're talking about residual trauma. Some of you may be thinking, damn, Tavares, why are we talking about this? It seems to be a little heavy. That's a matter of your perception, really, because I'm trying to frame this in a way where I want people to really take away the fact that it is so important to show up to ourselves. It is no one else's job to show up to yourself. Okay, it's not wifey's job. It's not your hubby's job. It's not your best friend's job. It's not your mama or your daddy's job. It is the job of the self. Some of you may be thinking, Dan Tavares, you got that seat in your tone. You got that vibe in your tone. It's because this is very dear to my heart. This is very much alive in my family today. I got family members who suffer with this, who don't even know how to speak on it. So they remain mute. I've been there. I've been that mute person. I still go mute sometimes. And trust me, this isn't something that is just like super easy to manage. But it does become easier the more we show up to ourselves, the more that we are intentional about getting treatment. Seek out professionals who manage this sort of thing. You can't do it on your own. I'm going to say it again. You can't do it on your own. The more you think you can do it on your own, the more damage is being caused and little do you know it's damaging relationships all around you. Everything that you're connected to, it's providing damage. Overthinking is caused due to various reasons like fear, intolerance to uncertainty, trauma or perfectionism. Overthinking can also be a symptom of already existing mental health conditions such as generalized anxiety disorder, hello, social anxiety, or depression. All of which can derive from trauma. That's why I wanted to touch on that. I overthink about a lot of things. It's just been up until recent where I've been pushing past that fear. I recognize fear and now move past it as soon as I can. I do the checks and balances within my body, mind, body, spirit, all of it, nutrition, all of it. I survey my environment, not just the environment of where I immediately am, but the people I talk to, our conversations, the music I listen to, the energy I give off or receive. It is my job to be very apparent and to be very clear of where I stand in myself. Trauma is not physically held in the muscles or bones. Instead, the need to protect oneself from perceived threats is stored in the memory and the emotional centers of the brain, such as the hippocampus and the amygdala. This activates the body whenever a situation reminds the person of the traumatic events. Again, I've been there. I've responded to things that you would think the trauma just happened. My mother is a domestic violence survivor. And she's worked very hard over the years to provide a good life for us. But sometimes when I call her up, her response on the phone, and I mean just me calling. You would think if you heard it, you would think something just happened to her. That's why I could talk about this, because that type of energy still impacts me today. It's part of the reason I can't really spend too much time with my mother and I love her dearly, but we both have to be doing the work. When I'm just doing the work and the other person is not sure if they want to do the work, it makes it extremely difficult to connect, even on the most simplest of conversations. Even just me calling up to say, hi, mom, I love you. What I'm met with is aggression. It's abrasiveness. And... I'm at a place now where I've had to just accept her as she is because of her story. It's her truth. Remember at what I said at the very top of the first season, the first episode of this show, nobody can argue with your truth. Nobody is to contest your truth. It's your truth. And so I've had to understand That even within my own family. And it doesn't just stop there. I have sisters who have dealt with trauma, who still deal with trauma. We all have been impacted by trauma. And I love you all dearly that suffers from trauma because there is a way to the other side. We just have to show up. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Get your next nutrition coach at TheBodySynthesis.com today. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Today we're talking about residual trauma. And by the way, let me correct myself. I believe on the last segment. Segment. I spoke of the memory and emotional centers of the brain, such as the hippocampus and the amygdala. I pronounced that incorrect. I think I said amygdala. And so I don't want anyone to think that is the way to pronounce that. It is the amygdala. This activates the body whenever a situation reminds the person of the traumatic events. Now, some of you may think, how do you release trauma from the body? Can you release trauma from the body? Well... Some of the best ways to try and release that trauma or work on releasing that trauma, the first one is acknowledging your feelings. As I just said earlier, showing up to ourselves is paramount. That's why I sound like this right now. I want you to feel the love and the passion behind my words. This is the emotion I'm coming into this space with. It's love, but it's also a sense of urgency. And the sense of urgency speaks to my family specifically right now. Because there are some things going on with individuals in my family where they need, I believe, a little bit of light, a little bit of love, and a little bit of hope. And I'm here to provide that. I'm an example of violence. I'm an example of trauma. That's what I come from. But it doesn't mean that's who I have to end up being. I have a choice in this. And if you know Tavares then you know I care about my choice. I don't like my choice railroaded. I don't like it taken from me. I'll die for my choice. That's how much I'm about my choice. Number two, working through trauma. Seek out professionals. People who do this for a living, they're there for a reason, hello? You don't have to walk this road alone. Number three, try shadow work. I'm going to leave that to the professionals. I know what it is. Do you? If not, seek it out. There are ways to manage trauma. There are ways to live a normal life, a much more comfortable life. We have to go seek out the help. Give yourself permission to get help. Number four, making intentional movement. Reading asking questions, inquiring, talking to family members or friends, people who may or may not connect to how you feel. It's all necessary and you're worthy of all of the assistance. You're worthy of all of the help. It's so important that you see that. It was so important that I saw that and still continue to see that. This is a lifelong job for me. This is gonna become my life's work. If it hasn't already, I clearly have a passion for it because I live with it every day and I know the grind. I know the toll it takes on me to be in and out of emotion, having to balance the scales of emotion. It can be exhausting. But then I think about the alternative. I think about making it to the other side. I think about our grandkids. I think about them not having to deal with what I deal with. Number five, practicing stillness. I've spoke of this before so many times. You don't have to always meditate. You can just sit still, stay steadfast, and do it quick. Do a body scan. Look over, feel over every part of you. Your elbows, your knees, your toes, wiggle your feet. I mean, feel yourself. Take that inventory. It is so important. Some of the ABCs of trauma assessment, airway, breathing, oxygenation, and circulation represent the first steps in determining the extent of patient care priorities. However, other factors must also be considered to provide effective and timely care effective and timely care is the operative phrase right there there's no need to wait around for it and again i get that you may feel uncomfortable right now i understand that be patient with yourself love yourself know that this is temporary if you want it to be i keep saying this often on every episode you have the power you have the power you have the power power. to change this, to manage it, to feel and do better. This is Living Your Truth with Tavoris. We'll be right back. what's up everybody please say a prayer for those over in turkey and continue praying for those in ukraine the world as we all know is going through a very dark time right now so please let's shine a light and show love thank you and until the next time be the best versions of yourself peace Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Today, we're talking about residual trauma. And look, I know this is a very sensitive topic to a whole bunch of people. So I must remind you that I'm doing this all with love as the emotion behind my actions and my words. The tone of my voice, that's the passion. That is the passion. As I said earlier, one of the most severe traumas is complex trauma. Complex trauma refers to experiencing chronic trauma with long-term emotional and physical symptoms. This kind of trauma may be most severe. It can ultimately affect someone's development and sense of safety in the world. I have experienced such vibrations. I don't like police. I've had bad experiences with law enforcement, no matter if it's highway patrol or the city police, state police, whatever. When they get behind me, there's this rush of cortisol that comes over my body. It's almost paralyzing. And instead of going into like a flight response, I go into a fight response. I've been pulled over, hopped out the car and cussed out a police officer many times. Not the most smart thing. I do not recommend it because I could have been shot and killed in any of those incidences. I live in a predominantly white area, affluent area. And so I've been stopped multiple times over here. Too many in one year, that's for damn sure. And every time I'm stopped, I give them that energy. A part of me thinks about my ancestors and what they dealt with, but the other part of me thinks about what I've dealt with and how I've been treated as a black man in America. And I'll let you know right now, It's difficult when you have that type of vibe to you that refers to the trauma events you've been through. And the most coldest part is they don't know me from a can of paint. They think I'm a crazy black man when I hop out the car. So what I've done has been very clear. The last time I got pulled over, I told them straight up, you are heightening my PTSD. You are giving me anxiety. I deal with these disorders. And the last time I said that, they backed off. Because I had to remind myself exactly where I was at. I had to remind myself for me, not them, but for me. See, I know how serious my energy can be. So I got to check it for me, not for you. I check myself for me. Because I understand what it can look like on the other side. Look, we can't expect people to know what's going on with us unless we are transparent and we share it with them. So I share it with them anytime they want to get too close to me. And I tell them, don't get too close because I'm not going to fly. I'm going to fight. May not be the best response, but while I'm dealing with my traumatic issues and while I'm trying to manage my trauma, I have to be transparent. Also, it does a number on the brain. The impact of trauma on the brain can significantly impact our ability to learn, to form memories to form memories, to regulate emotions, it can affect our ability to be calm. I just spoke of that. I have a hard time when the boys come around, when the alphabet boys come around, I have a hard time being calm because automatically I'm thinking about all the BS I've been through and I think about what my ancestors been through and then I think about if I'm black and they white, oh, it's really a problem for me to calm down. So I'm transparent and I share that, okay. It can impact our ability to learn, to think, to reflect, and to respond flexibly and in a planned way. So, even though I'm still in therapy and I go to therapy twice a week, I still challenge my, or I'm still challenged with these things. That's why I keep my team of doctors. That's why I go to the gym. That's why I stretch. That's why I do meditation. That's why I do positive self-talk and thoughts with Tavares' famous mirror talk. That's exactly why. Because a lot of what I experience, it comes at such an unpredictable time that I must have some go-to tools that I can implement immediately. And I mean just that. They need to come into play immediately. I can't always get to my doctor. I can't always get to the phone to call my doctor. They may have other patients and they're busy with their own lives. So I've had to make it my job my job to do the best I can do for me while I'm looking to evolve to a better version of me. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important, and many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we got to be here, there, here. Oh, yeah, and can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day there's no need to be playing catch up throughout the day we all hate that feeling i know i do i can't stand rushing it gets on my last nerve so i do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that i don't have to rush There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So give yourself the time and have a great day. We'll see you next week. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Today we're talking about residual trauma and its impacts on the mind, the body, the spirit all of the above. One of the most common trauma disorders is PTSD. I was diagnosed with this late last year. And I tell you, it's been, it's been an experience. I've learned a lot about myself, a lot about how I'm reactive in certain situations. I've learned a lot about my emotional state of mind. Um, and we're going to dig in just a tiny bit on this one. One of the, And this is, again, one of the most common uh, disorders. PTSD is one of the most common disorders and this disorder alone affects millions of people every year. Symptoms can include intrusive thoughts and dreams, avoiding loved ones and social events, as well as depression and aggressive outbursts. Again, I was diagnosed late last year, uh, along with anxiety disorder. And then I found out about a year ago that I was diagnosed with ADHD as a child. So I've been managing that, too. And, um, you know... I believe my mom could have had me put on medication, and then I also believe, and I was also told that she didn't want to. I'm glad that, I mean, she didn't because of my creativity and who I am. However, I've been thinking about getting on medication, but I just can't pull that trigger because it's not sustainable to me. It just isn't. I prefer a more holistic approach, period. And that's my choice. You got yours, I got mine. Remember, Living in Truth with Tavares is an inclusive, safe space, okay? We're not here to judge. We're not here to say what's right or what's wrong. I'm here to share my experiences and what I've been through, okay? It's truly one of the best things I've ever done And finding out this information, I never thought that I would or could or that I would even be in a position to be seeing two doctors a week. But I'm so glad because I'm able to show up to myself. I'm not out here making excuses. I'm not just doing whatever I want to do. I've been there already and I hurt people by doing that. I hurt a lot of people growing up and I know that and I'm still trying to make amends for all of that. I'm still trying to forgive myself for all of those people who were hurt during a time where I was spazzing out or probably looking crazy and I didn't even know what was going on with me. I just knew what I felt. I knew what I was experiencing at those moments. I knew the charge of cortisol that was going through my body, the adrenaline rush. It like it had a control over me. It was like an out-of-body experience sometimes. It was like someone else took something, put it in me, and was like, hit the go button and let's watch this dude. And so I don't mean for this to be heavy on this episode, but I do want to bring attention to it. If you are suffering from traumatic events in your lifetime as a child, an adult, or otherwise, seek out help. You don't have to be suffering in silence. You have a choice. Take it one step at a time. Be patient with yourself. But know that you can get to the other side. You have to know this. I'm an example of it. I'm not just sitting here talking about this stuff. I don't care about the likes. They're cool. But the content and the quality of my conversation, that is where the gold is. Me being able to touch your heart, touch your mind, touch your spirit. That's what I've been put here to do. At least today on this episode of Living Your Truth with Tavares. So if you're suffering with something, open your mouth. Open your heart. Open your mind. There's help out there for you. There are 17 different PTSD symptoms. We're not going to go into all of them, but I will touch on a few of them. Intrusive thoughts, nightmares, avoidance, memory loss, negative thoughts, self-isolation and distancing, anger and irritability, loss of interest. Sound like you? Because it sounds like me. And I'm not saying that you gotta be like me because I'm me, but I understand it. If you feel like I do, then I understand you. And you are here to be loved. You matter. Every part of you matters. You don't have to shape shift when you get around certain people. Be transparent. There is no shame nor shade in honoring who you are and saying up front and center who you are and what you battle with. I see too many folks, even in my own family, I see too many people who are just like, oh, they don't say nothing. They're just like quiet and mute and no shade to them. But it's like, damn, if someone's trying to connect with you, how are you going to connect to yourself if you can't connect to anyone else? This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Today, we've been talking about residual trauma. As I said earlier, I wanted to shout out my sponsors, nctsn.org. Thank you so much for all the helpful information. Also, silvermistrecovery.com. Thank y'all over there so much. TraumaticStresses.nhs. Thank you so very much. medcircle.com. Thank you for the support and all the information that you've shared with us today. Also, Thank you to Healthline.com also for your help. And thank you to PsychCentral.com. And I can't forget HopQN.com. And definitely can't forget uh, ETI.Training.com. So I want to say thank you to all of our sponsors today. Oh, can't forget CoreFlexWellness.com. And can't forget SouthTampaCounselor.com. And EarlyConnections.mo.gov. And PsychologyToday.com. Look, when you talk about something that people can relate to, people come out the woodworks to help you. And that's what I just got through breaking down. And there's so many more organizations out there that are willing to help you. Seek and you shall find. You are worth it. You're worth the grind. You're worth that. You're worth the time it's going to take. It's better than suffering in silence. It's better than distancing yourself. Isolating yourself. And again, I'm not saying it's like it's a walk in the park or a tiptoe through the tulips. But each step we take into loving and owning our magnificence and our messiness, it will get easier. That I can share with you. Not only because I'm saying it, but because I live it every day. Even though I have my traumatic episodes and my experiences... I've gotten much better about managing them in a way that doesn't have me stressing out or stressing out my loved ones or my lovely wife. No, I'm not perfect. And sometimes I have to step back and give myself a moment to process. I have to show grace with myself. I have to hold space for myself to process and you can too. You're worthy You're valuable. You matter. All of you matters. If you have comments, questions, or concerns, or you just want to say hello, you can email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. If you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R-Truth. But I guess that would be if you're on X. (laughs) And then, of course, if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. I understand that this. Particular subject matter may or may not have drawn up some feelings for some of y'all out there. My intention is to love on you. The emotion behind my words and my actions is love. People like us, we must be handled with care. So I'm there with you. I get it. It's tough. Sometimes we don't want to speak about it. But it's so important to show up to ourselves because we've given, we've been given a beautiful life to live. And we make this life, right? Right. This is your life to make like it's mine to make. So let's make it the best it can be or make it better each day at a time. Until the next time, love yourself and each other. Peace. Next time on Living Your Truth with Tavares. Lifestyle changes. What are you doing about it? On the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. Be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, we are at L I V I N U R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth I know what I want and I know what I need living my truth is really hard but it's setting me free Ain't got no time for the faking because the love is the point. to the love if they baby. knock me down then I I get up dust myself off, love myself in the best way they want you to fall and have nothing to say don't make a move don't make a move don't make a sound don't make a sound I've come too far I've come too far to give up now